Welcome to Rising Tide Startups, where today's most exciting startup founders share their stories and strategies. They also deliver tangible lessons learned along the way that you can apply to your own startup. Each episode is a true masterclass. Make sure you take notes. Take it away, Kevin. This is Kevin Pro with another episode of Rising Tide Startups, and my guest today is Itamar Shafir. Thank you for joining us on Rising Tide. Happy to be here, Kevin. Thanks for having me. We've already had a had a great chat before we hit the uh, record button, and uh, it's interesting how our you know paths may have crossed, you know at least geographically up to this point. But you know this show is about you and not about me, so I am just curious for if you and I met at like a networking event, how would you introduce yourself to me? Uh, so I would introduce you today. I would introduce myself as uh, the CEO of Umbrella, and what we do basically is help people build or scale digital marketing agencies. And uh, the way we do it is via our platform, they can resell the best marketing solutions for the best wholesale prices, kind of bought by on behalf of a lot of people, uh, 2,500 agencies today. And we also provide them with training, a front-end brand, because many people starting up don't have a strong brand, so it's hard for them to sell. So we're like a remax for marketing agencies. And we have a team that generates leads for them. So like I said, kind of a turnkey solution uh, for that. If, but I, you know, if on, on, a, on a larger uh, scale, on the bird's eye view, I would say I'm a marketing tech entrepreneur. If it was you know, asking about me and less about what I do. And uh, you know, it's, we we talked off camera. You spend, I guess, most of the time on the Israel side of things, but you also work in New York from time to time, and and uh, kind of bounce back and forth, but. Right now, you're sitting, you said, just north of Tel Aviv, probably close yeah. to the water, has a be- beautiful view of the Mediterranean that he, if he showed us out his window, we'd pro- all be jealous. But uh, just I, as, let's wrap my head around the the whole idea of Umbrella. If I, I mean, from what I could see, you know, and just like I said, I, I watched a couple of interviews you had done and it looks like to me that it's like the perfect storm of white labeling services and really providing uh, gaps, you know, that, that people may have in their, in their offerings. Is that, is that a good summation? I, I think very good summation uh, and definitely the core and the way we, we got started, but as, as we were on our path for a bit more than five years, and when we got started, we were definitely hundred percent white label fulfillment from different vendors and all about getting our members the best quality products to sell for the lowest price. And then we noticed that people starting up have issue prospecting mm, and yeah. have issues with branding and have knowledge gaps. So we started supplementing those, uh, those uh, lackings uh, with, with our services. So helping them get clients, training them on prospecting and products, setting up a website for them. Uh, providing them swipes and, and email campaigns. So to hit the ground running with something that actually worked. And, you know, some people starting up, they're good managers. They're not good copywriters. Mm, they're good sure. ad people. They're not good content people. Like you have a lot of different types of people in that have a, a marketing affinity, but they're not good at everything. And when you're an entrepreneur, many times you're like, oh my God, I need to wear like six, seven hats. Mm, yeah. But I'm good at like two and a half hats. I'm not really good at everything. <laughs> yeah, so you but I need those like other four hats. Somebody's got to do the other four hats so I can provide that, serve that kind of comprehensive yeah, exactly. service. So kind of kind of fill those gaps. So 
it is interesting to look at the, uh, you know, the, the uh, I mean, we've had so many people we've interviewed on the show here and, and they, you know, often they talk about niching down, just niche down, niche down, you know, don't go too broad. Well, it sounds like to me that you did start fairly, you know, focused and then you've just added these services on as, as demand, you know, ask for them, you know, as your clients said, Hey, we have a need and you recognize that need. So it's, you kind of started small and kind of built from there, but the whole idea of, you know, the, even a niche marketer, I mean, it's hard to be that in, in today in our, in our world, because, you know, the clients want more than that that one specific thing that you can do, whether I can just write good copy or whatever. Well, what about SEO? What about, you know, how you can help me with my website? What about, you know, content for our, our web, that type of thing and social media and stuff like that. So walk us through kind of that journey of how you started, you know, umbrella and, and how it's kind of progressed from that, that moment you started. I mean, you didn't just wake up one day and say, Hey, there's a gap in the market. Let's just fill it. I mean, obviously you had done things up to that point to kind of lead you to this. Yeah. So for, for me, it was a little bit of a different journey. I actually started my career. I started a marketing agency. Uh, it, it wasn't even a marketing agency. It was a secondary marketing research company. We were providing research for agencies and brands. Um, so they can access information in other markets. I'm talking 2002, 2003, 2004. It wasn't as easy getting information on the web as it is today. Yeah. And step-by-step, step, we evolved into a content marketing company. And then later when Facebook came, we started developing Facebook applications and it was a full agency. But my journey took me, and it was actually because of Facebook, to starting to build marketing software, then raising money, the usual startup way, spin-offing the Facebook apps into an automated marketing software for small businesses mm-hmm. called Forma. And, and that kind of brought me very much into marketing software and already cemented me 11 years in the marketing and marketing yeah. industry. It's very much the people that I know, the audience that I, that I know. Uh, it, when, when, we, when I was in a forma, I was looking for channel partners to resell my software. And my, one of my investors introduced me to a guy called Barry uh, Plasco, who later became a partner of mine. Uh, and nobody knew him. Look, we were going after big channel partners. We because selling to small businesses, you know, is hard. You don't want to sell a CRM to a small business. You mm. need to work hard at it. Yeah. So we're trying to close deals with companies like Intuit and companies like Centro and companies like Wix and companies like GoDaddy that have a, and this. And Barry comes, and his company is called Really Successful. And we're like, sounds a little bit cheesy, <laughs> and we don't know the guy, so maybe not. Work on the brand uh, a little bit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and 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 my investor told me. You don't know what you're talking about. He's a good guy and he's doing well. You should work with him. So we did, but we didn't expect much. Barry sold like $250,000 in the first week that he started working with us. Just so you understand, at that point, we were fighting for every account. Mm-hmm. It was $250 were, was a lot for us. It was, what is happening here? Uh, and then I realized he brought me in and he, he showed me that he actually has a list of a ton of entrepreneurs in the marketing industry, a lot of freelancers. And he promoted uh, the app to them as a business opportunity. 
and my light and my like my eyes open up. And I said, whenever I'm done with a format, this is what I'm doing. I'm going into the gig economy. This is insane. So fast forward, uh, I'm, a format was acquired. I spent some time, a little bit of time doing nothing. Two months into doing nothing, Barry is calling me saying, I need your help to turn my company into an acquisition. Come be my partner and really successful. And that was actually my year and a half and really successful is where I start bubbling my ideas about mm-hmm. Umbrella. Yeah, Because I see there are like millions of freelancers and entrepreneurs that can sell so much for big brands, but those two units don't mix. Right. Big brands don't want to work with small freelancers. They want to work with a big reseller. Mm-hmm. They want to work with somebody who sells maybe an account or two a year. Maybe. Yep. yep. Uh, so that's, that's how Umbrella... It was actually a very long answer to your short question. I'm no, sorry, but absolutely. It was, it was, it was the, that's the story. That, I mean, it, it's a complex, I mean, it, it's a complex history. I mean, nothing's easy. And, and you can look back and see the kind of the serpentine path you took and, you know, the starts and stops and, and ideas that, I mean, if you would go back to that, those early days when that light came on, I mean, I wonder how close today's iteration is to that very first, you know, aha moment or that very first epiphany you had, you know, that I know it's much more complex now, but I mean, is it, is it pretty close to the original idea? Yes. Now it is in the first year. It was not at all. <laughs> it was, you know, a minuscule part of the entire idea. We didn't even launch this, just the fulfillment part. We launched one product. We had one product that we launched. The second product that we launched was a big mistake was an awesome product, but it was a startup. We had to do a recall and refund hmm. a lot of money. So that was a little bit of a blow for us early on. And then we kind of patched up more and more products. Then we did a total uh, uh, rendition of the platform and created what we have today. And two years after it was a V2. Yep. And only a year and a half ago did we start the Legion and the client-facing brand with Umbrella Local. It really took some time to get to where we are today. Five years. Right. <laughs> Five years overnight success. They're, they're, that is the story of entrepreneurship. But so if you if you had to kind of you know describe what's what's the perfect avatar of, of Umbrella? Like what's the who is the perfect client from the, you know, from the side of, of wanting to white label services or kind of aggregate services under their, their own brand? Who are you targeting? We have two types of clients, actually two personas. We have small marketing agencies that are actual marketing agencies could be just a few people could be very small, but they know marketing. They're maybe a specialist. Maybe they do just SEO and PPC, but they know what they're doing. They have a book of business. And they have gotten to a point where because of demand or because of strategic thinking, they want to expand. And then it's either trying to find people to connect with on Upwork, uh, committing to software companies, uh, making sales commitments mm-hmm. to software companies, uh, even though they're, they're not sure how much they're going to sell to get better margins, um, or just plugging into a service like Umbrella where they can get all those things and more. The other avatar is people who have marketing affinity, 
been marketing managers, sales managers, worked as salespeople for YP companies, for newspaper companies, uh, worked as website builders and marketing agencies, different people with marketing affinity or sales affinity. The want, want or are pushed into independence. Mm. Want meaning they want more flexibility, they want more money, they want to create something of their own, or they got fired. But blunt, but that's the reality. Yeah. Uh, and they don't find themselves or they don't want to go back to how it was. And then umbrella, one of our tiers is kind of a full suite from A to Z to get you started, to get you to a place where uh, you get through the training, you start with a few products and you expand to more products. We generate leads for you so you can talk with strong clients, potential clients and build your business. That sweet thing about a marketing agency is, with 10 clients, 10 good clients, you can actually get a meaningful income. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. getting 10 good clients is not as easy as it sounds, but it's doable. It's right. doable probably by the end of the first year if you really put your heart and effort into it. And then you can be somewhere between hundred to $200,000 a year income for one person. Now, I know some people have higher aspirations and you can ex- definitely expand, but I'm saying you have something yeah. ma- maintainable, dependable that you can live on. Uh, and it's, 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 it's simpler. It's not like umbrella. And your overhead is the, uh, the amount of Starbucks you buy, you know, while you're sitting there with your laptop. So, you know, exactly. it's, it's pretty, it's pretty easy to kind of, you know, that, that, that gross revenue and net revenue is pretty close to each other, you know, after the, depending on the tax bracket you're in, but, um, so is that a, the, I don't, don't want to drill too deep in the pricing model, but can you select just, okay, I just want one or two services or I want the full suite or, and is the, is the model like, okay, you, you're, you're reselling in essence, this service to your client for thousand bucks and, but it costs you 600 through umbrella or something like that. How did, what's that model look like for because I think this is such an interesting thing. I mean, our, our listeners are going to be going to your website and going, how do I do this? You know, so I really want to kind of be clear about how, what they will encounter. Cause I did look on your site and it was kind of hard to, to determine, I mean, I, you're shooting at such a wide target. I mean, you can't just have a price list there. I understand that, but it is, it was kind of hard to determine like how that that would be structured. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's pretty much like you said, there are three tiers. Uh, Umbrella Local, which is kind of access to everything, including uh, also to Umbrella Local brand, uh, us promoting you, and kind of a full suite of of a brand plus white label services. And if you want, you can top it off with Legion. And obviously, you always get trading in all the packages that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's kind of a flagship product. Then you have UPA, Umbrella Pro Agency. includes 10 main solutions, training, and a few of our marketing features, but not the brand uh, elements and not promoting you. That's usually what agencies go for. Mm-hmm. They just need the white label for something. Right. And then we have a la carte programs. I just want to sell paper result SEO. I need training just on paper result SEO. I need marketing collateral just on paper result SEO. Give me the paper result SEO reseller program. Just want that. And that's the lowest tier because it's one solution. Uh, I, I don't mind mentioning prices if you want. Uh, I'm just 
this is your show. Um, And it's, I mean, there's one about I'm paying for access and there's another that says when I sell it, you know, there's like a, it's almost like an affiliate, you know, type, type product. So, right. Right. So it's a reseller model, but we, we already made the agreement on your behalf with the vendor. When you get into the platform, in most situations, you'll see a low wholesale price. Our mandate for our members is that the, the, the wholesale price would usually be 50% or less mm-hmm. than the retail price on the vendor's website. So if we're talking about uh, whether it's an SEO or Facebook service or whether it's a software like local listings from Yext, if on their website it's $1,000, in umbrella it would be less than 500 Mm-hmm. So your margins will already, always be 50%, at least from, in addition to that, as an agency, you can decide to mark it up above retail prices. Right. So for example, with SEO services, there isn't one benchmark. There are variations of prices. So the cost to our members is $300. The cost for 10 keywords, the cost they usually sell is between 1,000 to 1,500. Mm-hmm. If they sell to, for 1,000, they make 70% margin. If they sell for 1500, they make 80%. So it's up to them. Um, and so, and that's, you're getting charged only when you sell. So there, there is no out of pocket here. If you don't sell, you're not getting charged. What you do get charged for is access to one of those three tiers that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. And because we need to provide support, training, and a bunch of right. other things. Right. Uh, uh, and, and also try to make some money as a business yeah. as we're doing it. We're also yeah. entrepreneurs. Exactly. So, yeah. It's not yeah. a non-for-profit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's not. But we're trying, at least with the reseller side, every deal that we do, we usually don't make more than 7 to 10% margin on sales that members make 60, 70, or 80% mm-hmm. margin. Yeah. We transfer almost all of that discount to the member so they can make as much as possible. But I, yours is, is more of a volume probably play than it is a, you know, a, a margin play in that. And I guess in that respect, I mean, cause you have so many people that are in your client base that are, that are trying to sell these services on, but yeah. So it's a, it is a, is it a, like a monthly subscription model or is it a one-time fee to access these tiers or. So that there is a yearly subscription, a quarterly or a monthly um, yearly subscriptions, on the a la carte products, meaning if you just buy one reseller program of one solution, would range somewhere between $500 to $1,000 a year. Mm-hmm. For the full thing, you also get a website, which we host, and it's completely WYSIWYG, like a Wix. Mm-hmm. You get the marketing collateral, you get the training, you get access to the lowest prices, you get the fulfillment done for you. Uh, so that's like you can, you know, that's equivalent to uh, 40 to $80 a month. Right. Or about. Right. And then UPA is about $2,000. What I'm saying about this, because depending if you're getting, uh, if you're getting installments, it might cost a bit more. Yeah. Uh, so $2,000 a year and umbrella local is $3,000 a year. So it's 500 to a thousand, uh, and within five minutes, we're going to raise the prices. So you better jump on now. <laughs> by midnight tonight, you'll get a set of some steak knives thrown in. If you, if you order by midnight tonight. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I, 
you just lost, lost all credibility right there in just about 30 seconds of <laughs> going all late night TV on us here. But uh, yeah, no, it's, and that's, that is such an incredible uh, model, you know, business model that you've created. And um, I'm assuming that, that there is also like, um, if you, you know, lead generation would be an additional cost, you know, on top yeah. of that and you know, maybe per lead or something like that per click through. But um, so when you first started this, did people just get it? I mean, or, or was there a, an education curve that you had to go through with some agencies to say, I mean, to me, it, it's, if I understood it, I would think marketing agencies would have understood it from the beginning. Yeah. So marketing and uh, marketing agencies get it because the, the marketing ecosystem is reseller dependent, mm-hmm. meaning that it, it, it was never institutionalized in the way that we're trying to do it. Maybe institutionalized is not the right word. Uh, put everything in one platform the way we want to do yeah. it. Uh, like it's ecosystem. more, hey, I'll do white label SEO for you. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. But there were always white label companies. There were always people joining together because he knew Facebook and this guy knew website. So they kind of uh, cross pollinate and work together. So that already existed. Uh, it didn't exist with software companies. That was always hard before we came. Like if you wanted to get a good deal from a software company, you had to do sales commitments. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah. going to give you good. They're not going to give you 50, 60, 70% off. It's not going to happen. Yeah. If you commit to a few tens of thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars, yeah, then you're getting into their ballpark. Um, so we, we kind of came in and put it all together. So they got it completely. And with entrepreneurs, initially we try to, and talking about the niching aspect, by the way, that you mentioned before, we also train our members to niche down mm-hmm. on different niches. But when we, when we started, we didn't know which entrepreneur wants to open a marketing agency. Is it a guy? Is it a, a gal? Is it... 40 plus, 50 plus, 30 plus. Should we go after young people because they're more digital? So we go after older people because they already know what it is to go through uh, management, maybe iterations in their uh, career or have more experience and they're ready and, and more mature right. to open a business. And, and how else do they like? What do they like? Like, how do we target them? How do you know when somebody wants to open an agency? It's like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't, you, you yep. can't. Um, so we started uh, working with affiliates, which is kind of like uh, using, uh, you know, uh, the Dream 100 tactic. If you have points of influence that have an audience that is very focused, like, like yours, go talk to them. Right. So we started working with affiliates that already had either marketing training under different hats. And that's the way we got started, really, including Barry, by the way, with a really successful company from a former, he gave us the initial push. Uh, So we started getting clients that way, but we, there is a limitation to that because our niche is not huge there. It's not like real estate agents. There are like more than 3 million real estate agents registered. Marketing companies, 100,000 in the States, mm. 200,000, okay, 250, like it's not in the millions. It's not even right. in the 1 million. Right. Uh, so how many marketing trainings are there? Not enough. 
So we say, okay, we, we need to start reaching out to people who are thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we start just spending money on advertising, uh, mainly Facebook advertising, trying different approaches until we, we got it. It took us like six, seven months to break even on our ad spend. Uh, and now it's rolling. Now it's good. So kind of got it nailed, got it dialed in. Yeah. And it's when you started moving from agencies to kind of the gig economy, you know, about people that are doing individual, you know, they're reaching out and doing individual services and, but they want to have an add on or, you know, a bundle, you know, packages and, and offer more to their clients. And that, that, that to me is, is, I mean, if there's a sweet spot in what, in the way you've described your model, it's just, how can I leverage, you know, umbrella to make myself a much more comprehensive and, and consistent and, and broad. And um, I guess just quality offering, you know, how can I compete with some of the big guys out there, you know, on a, on a more level playing field, if I can provide the same services that they are, you know, it's, it is an amazing model. It's an amazing model. Exactly. Exactly what it is. Yeah. So I'm curious that uh, the, you know, we talked to, before we, we hit the record button, I said, you know, one of the things that I really love to do is just ask our founders to kind of share insights that they've had in like launching companies and founding them and lessons learned along the way. And uh, this is, this, this may be the most important part of our, of our entire chat today is just the, the lessons learned, because it's interesting. I ask this question so often and the founders, you know, you can see, and they just kind of kind of like looking to the sky for inspiration or they're like going, Hmm, you know, here is something that if I would have known it would have changed my, it would have changed the game for sure. So what are one or two things that just come to mind that you think these are just kind of universal, you know, golden nuggets of, of how to, how to run a company, how to lead a team that you think would be helpful for somebody that is listening. That's just getting started, just trying to build something. Universal, not specifically in the marketing industry. Right? Uh, you know what? This this is your show, but but I think the things that are most helpful are are things that are a bit industry agnostic. You know, they can yeah. they can they're just general helpful ideas. So, I I think I think it's very helpful since being an entrepreneur and building up a business is a marathon, not a sprint. Usually, some people are lucky. Yeah. Usually it's a marathon. When I say marathon, it could be a year or a couple of years before you, you start making what you want to make, but it's still a long time. It's not a month, not, not two months, and, and it's a lot of work. So it's easier if it's something that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. I know uh, it's a little bit mundane, but so I'll try to kind of structure it. When I say passionate about it comes from a place where usually if it's something that you're preoccupied with or do a lot, you know something about it. Meaning some people, and I see it in umbrella many times, they think they want to open a marketing agency. Online and digital sounds nice to them, but they're not there. Mm-hmm. They don't care about helping business. They're in another place. They're thinking it's, it's, it's a good moneymaker. Right. They're in this thing. There are good moneymakers. But you actually need to be good at them. So it helps if you're, just as an example, if you're an avid bike rider, right? And and you're actually doing it a lot. 
So you know a little bit about the bikes and you know a little bit about the wheels and you know a little bit about the clothing and the brands and the market and the consumer prices. And you're, you're an avid consumer yourself. And maybe you're semi-professional, so you know a little bit about the contests. That's a niche for you. Now, you can become an e-commerce buy company. You can become a marketing agency that helps buy companies specifically grow their business. Mm -hmm. You can become an event organizer, three different businesses that you need to think how you, you utilize your, your gifts. But why not do it there? Because it's a long journey. So do something that you like. Right. That's what I mean. Uh, so that's one. And um, I mean, think about something that is completely generic. <laughs> uh, I'm trying, I'm so focused on, on the marketing. Right. Hey, you can, you can narrow down. You, you can niche down all you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that if, I'm a big believer because I didn't do it. My, one of my mistakes is, uh, as a young entrepreneur, is trying to understand by experience alone, which means that you need to move very fast through endless iterations, mm. faster than the speed of your failure, because wow. that's all you're doing. You're A-B testing on yourself endless times. Going back... <laughs> I would have actually probably tried to work in a marketing agency before starting my own uh, for a year, right? Even uh, and try and get it. Or if there were, if there was training back in the day uh, and there wasn't, at least not accessible to me, I would at least go through that training, even if it's a few months. But it's, it doesn't have to be a communication degree. It doesn't have to be three, four years. Something. Right. But just by training or going through one of these options, you, you are qualifying yourself if you're relevant for this industry and you really want to focus on it. And you're not just thinking it's super cool. So gain either experience by working at what you want to start or at the minimum, go through quality training, even if it's not university college grade training, but somebody that you trust, you search online, there are many options today. And you say, okay, this is a good course. This is a real marketer. He's very known. I don't mind naming names. You know, uh, um, I really appreciate uh, Neil Patel's. I think, you know, a lot of mm -hmm. people uh, in the marketing industry, I mean, we yeah. did his content. I don't know if he has a very focused course training, but if he did, it would probably be good. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, you can find those people or, or, uh, or, or other courses, go through them, go through a few. So they cost $500 there, $1,000 there. It's much less than what you're going to spend in effort and sweat in the next yeah. year, two years starting your business. And mistakes. Yeah, mistakes and mistakes, right? Yeah. So why not? So I, I think those two things, passion and getting experience last knowledge before diving too deep into something that may not be relevant for you. I think those are very important steps. I, uh, I wrote down, I said, you know, passion about the product drives perseverance, you know, that uh, really, as you were kind of explaining that and, and the second was move faster than your speed of failure. I mean, I, I love <laughs> the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Outflank your own failure. That's <laughs> fight. By just moving faster, but man, this is, those are two really, really good, uh, takeaways for our listeners today. And, and, uh, you know, I just really appreciate you sharing those and just 
you know, with, with, uh, you know, such like humbleness to, you know, like, Hey, I, I made these mistakes and, and these are, these are things that I've learned from. And, and I want you to, to not have to experience the same, same pain that I went through. But as we close up today, is there anything that we just, we haven't touched on? You just like to wrap up, wrap up with, and then maybe just tell people where the best place to find you online. Um, well, you know, I think we touched on, uh, on, on a lot of important things where it comes to entrepreneurship and the entrepreneur road. Um, I just I would stress the two points we, that we just talked about again. Uh, find us online at UmbrellaUS.com, UmbrellaUS.com, uh, and uh, connect with our team. We'll be happy to talk with you. Well, Itamar, thank you again for just taking time today. It's been a real pleasure to to connect with you and just to hear your story and and learn from you in this you know short period of time that we've had to chat. But really, just sharing insights and and your expertise and really playing your part in helping all boats rise in a rising tide. Itamar, have a great week. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kevin. Another episode in the books. We hope you heard some great takeaways. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes and YouTube. As always, thanks for listening to Rising Tide.